So as we get started, we wanted to just um, just start and, and talk about the um, the in, the introduction to what Bi Girl actually is. So the intention of Bi Girl is to raise awareness regarding us as as women making an intentional effort to release the little girl that um, many of us have inside of us. That little girl remains stuck at the point of an un, of an unwanted traumatic experience or either multiple traumatic experiences. And as we talk about trauma, everyone in life has been through some type of trauma. It's a term called complex trauma. And what that means is just going through more than one traumatic experience during your lifetime. And I would say just about everybody has um, had complex trauma. So those things that we go through um, causes us to to develop uh, stuck points or period or places within us where we become stuck um, in our development because a lot of times trauma keep us from um, from the from properly developing it causes us to be to be one age chronologically but mentally and emotionally and spiritually we're another age and it's usually at that place of pain that place of um, where we've been hurt or where we've been ab abused or taken advantage of so by girl is a series that will help us and, and allow us to go back and revisit those places and allow God to be able to um, to to lead us and how to obtain healing and deliverance. And not only for ourselves, but as we go through the process that we're able to help somebody else come out as well. So how is that achieved? How do we go back and, 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 and get free of things that we've been through? Like we said, the first step is revisiting that place and that experience. And for a lot of people, that's not easy. For a lot of people, it's, it seems even impossible. I'm going to, I'm, we're still trying to get our speaker to, to come on. And I'm just sending her a message of how to join. I'm telling you, this must going to be a powerful series because I'm having all manner of problems. I've, I've enjoyed two um, services to help with this. That's the same thing. So I got to work that out after this, but that's all right. So as we're waiting for um, our, our speaker to join, we're both having um, technical difficulties. Um, we're just going to talk about the um, introductory points of Bi Girl. So as we was talking about how do we achieve um, releasing the girl to embrace the woman, we, we achieve that by revisiting that place, that experience. And a lot of times if, if that experience in us is so, so traumatic, like I'm going to throw some things out there like sexual abuse, even um, a, um, physical abuse or um, spiritual abuse, some of those things uh, you it can reach it can further traumatize you by trying to dig deep and go back within in those to those places 
without the right um, support, the right atmosphere, and as well as the right knowledge. So I would suggest that those deep things, these are the things we revisit in prayer. And is that possible? It is possible. I am a witness that that is possible. Sometimes in prayer, God will bring things God will bring things to your to your mind about um, a place that he's trying to heal you of or deliver you over. And, and he'll take you right back to that experience. I, that has happened to me. And other times where we're, we're cognizant of what that experience is, we can go to God and say and, and, and recount that experience in prayer. Amen. And allow the Lord to allow to help us to process through that place. And I believe that the first step is is always acknowledgement. Sometimes we've been through things and we just want to um, we, we know we've been through certain things that impact the way we think today, the way we function, the way we judge and perceive things. But we just choose to discount it. We just choose to um, stuff it down. That's what it, it's it's called in the psychological world. It's called stuffing. We choose to just stuff those things down. Or we just choose to, to bury it within or, or repress it and suppress it. But it continues to come up and come out in our actions and our interactions with others, especially in our relationships, especially. And, and, and if it comes out in our relationships with one another, then what what do uh, what does un, un, um, healed trauma do with the, in our relationship with God? Because a lot of times as a result of trauma, we have issues with trust. We have issues, we have a lot of fear issues. Um, we have issues with um being codependent, um, issues, issues with um with with just being in a stuck place in life where it's like we can see ourselves being one per one way and one person, but it just seems so hard to get there. And it's because of unresolved issues within ourselves, unresolved things that we've been through, unresolved things that sometimes we've even done, amen, that we have not yet yet dealt with. So it's always good to to re to process those things, revisit those things in a safe place. Sometimes that even along with prayer, because we prayer is first and foremost. Seeking God is is first and foremost. And we're going to get into the specifics of doing that later on. But also some people, they choose to go to therapy because it's a safe environment. It's also a supported environment where when you have questions that come up of things that's going on that you don't understand, things that you feel that you don't understand, is somebody, is someone there, a supportive, um, a, a supportive um, entity that can help you while you're processing through those things. Amen. We're... We gonna we're gonna ask also that that you guys pray with us um, while we are trying to get this done. I do see that um, Bishop Thomas is on. I see uh, Robin is on. I see Elder McPhee is on. But the only person I I can see in viewers is Elder McPhee. I don't I don't know why that is. It's going to press. Okay, you're not pressing it. So still trying to get our speaker on. 
So as we were talking about um, when we revisit these places to do it in a safe environment. Also talking about a safe environment when we go to prayer. That's why it's always so it's, it's very important for us to have um, a prayer life. Amen. Having a prayer life and, and a consistent prayer life. Do we miss the mark within our prayer life sometimes? Yes, we do. We we all do. I do. Even I do. But having um, a consistent, committed prayer life. Amen. And even if you fall short um, one day or, or maybe even a, a week or however long it lasts for, for each of us, Amen. We have we're committed and 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 willing to to jump right back on the horse, as they say. Um, but having a diligent, committed, consistent prayer life, Amen, which will allow our prayer to our prayer life to progress in the Lord. How you start out praying, don't worry about it. Some people say, "Well, I don't know how to pray. I don't know what to say. I don't know what to do." It's all right. It's all it's it's all right. It's is how the however you choose to communicate with God is is what prayer is. Um, it's also good to have a designated space for prayer. Amen. The Bible talks about um uh, about um having an altar. Amen. Be in this day and age, we we can have an altar by having a designated room or a designated place, a designated time. Most importantly, to go to God in prayer. And these are the places. This is the place where God will deal with us about these things. This is the place where we can go to him about the emotions and the reactions and the behaviors that we have attached to unresolved trauma, unresolved grief even. Sometimes we've lost people. We lost, We have lost loved ones. We have lost friendships, relationships, jobs, things that we are just grieving over. And But instead of us putting it in those terms, we'll, we, it causes us to act out. It causes us to lash out. It causes us to um, do things that we don't mean to do, say things we don't need to say, and, and go places we don't need to be. So this is the reason for for calling for wanting to um to to go back and and revisit those places that we that we've been that that have um traumatized us and caused us to be developmentally stuck um also as we revisit these places of pain the reason for um visiting this place is that this is the time amen to acknowledge the impact sometimes we know some of the impact because it's obvious some of the things that we've been through is obvious what the result is, but the revisiting the impact on a more deeper level is helpful because that is those are the things that's impacting the way you act. Those are the things that's in, impacting your ministry, that's impacting the way you think, that's impacting your ability to be in a relationship. Sometimes we want these relationships, not just marriages, not just um to date or have companionship. Not just um you, you know those things, but we also want we we might want uh sisters that we can really be sisters with. We might want a, a brotherhood because I see uh, Mr. Donnie is on here. Hello, sir. We might seek a brotherhood, but sometimes these connections and these close um these these close partnerships that we seek, we don't even know how to sustain. We don't know how to maintain them. We can get we can enter into relationship with people, but we don't know how to, to uh, make it last and make it continue in a healthy manner. Let's check on our speaker now. Amen. Amen. If you have any, um, any questions or any, or any comments, we, we ask that you would put it 
in the in the um, comment section, and we will definitely um, address it. And also, if you have something that you want to ask or know about privately, you can say that as well. And we will definitely connect with you um, to be able to, to give you uh, this information. And I've, I've noticed, too, I got started and I didn't even introduce myself. Right. Because like Mr. Donnie, I don't I don't know you. And maybe and maybe some people in here don't know my background, but I am Pastor Sheena. Pastor Sheena Thomas. I um, am a um, also a therapist, a mental health therapist. Um, I also um, uh, pastor at Perfective Faith Ministries alongside my husband, Bishop Lonnie Thomas, here in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Um, also, my ministry, Abundant Life Holistic Wellness, is um, ministry. Is, is, uh, and so what this ministry is for us to... Um, Learn how to be whole, learn how to be well in all areas of life. And I believe that that is what God calls us to do. Um, it is um, birth on the scripture, John 10 and 10, where it says that for the thief cometh, but for to still kill and destroy. But Jesus said, I am come to give you life and give you life more abundantly. And I believe that life, amen, is not just what, what, what people see us living on the outside. It has to come from a healthy place within for it to be successful on the on the outside. So and I also think that sometimes we just we just focus on building up finances. We focus on building up education. But what about focusing on building up the way we think, um, building up, amen, those emotional struggles and battles and things of that nature? I believe that those are the, the places when we work on those places and we achieve wellness in those places. Those are the things that allow us to have the financial success and the career success and the ministry success that we that we want to achieve amen so that's who i am amen still trying to get our speaker on lady lady uh miriam matthews if you she's saying that she can see me but i i don't see you um uh, my sister amen 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 hallelujah thank you jesus glory to your name glory to your name we're going to get back just a moment. Amen. So as we were talking about um, revisiting um, those places within us, um, we wanted to talk about that without healing for the, the, the brokenness inside of us, the girl, amen, without healing um, the woman who is fully developed on the outside or externally is prevented from operating at her full capacity and her full potential in God as well as in life. Um, this also affects our ability to love and be loved. Amen. It's not just about um, you know, us finding someone to love us, even getting love from, you know, our sisters, our brothers, our children, our parents, even, not even just being loved in that way. But what about our ability to give love? How many of you know that when you when you go through certain things and you have those walls up, those barriers where you don't want to trust, where um, you're afraid to do this, afraid to do that, afraid to take to take um 
risk in any type of way. Amen. It also impacts our ability to um to give love um a lot of times too we will give love when we give love it's very conditional you know i'll only love you as long as you're doing this but the moment you you do something i don't like that love goes away true love amen which we know god is love talks it, it is unconditional amen that's why the bible talks about agape love it's a loving no matter what now just because too we come to a place where we're able to have unconditional love it still doesn't mean that we have to just stand for anything amen but just having the ability to love unconditionally is the the place of love that god would desire us to be but trauma keeps us from being there one of the main impacts of trauma is anger and all of the things we talked about earlier about the lack of trust fear and all of the other things that trauma also brings it stems from anger anger is a secondary emotion a lot of people think that it's a primary emotion it's not it is a secondary emotion even though when something happened the first thing we do is get angry but the reason why we do that is because anger masks what we're really feeling underneath a lot of times when when we go through bad experiences in life especially as women we feel shame we feel guilt we feel like we let our down our family down whoever down and all of those until then that causes low self-esteem the lack of confidence low self-worth but so these are the feelings amen that, that we don't like to feel especially not in our conscious mind so this is what we use anger to mask this is why we lash out this is why um, we can only go but so far emotionally in relationships, even in our relationship with God. I've, I've learned that um, when I was at a place where um, I refused to, to trust because I was hurt so much, violated so much. And violated is not only sexually. Um, I, you, you could be violated in so many different ways. Um, violated in ways that make you feel in, invisible. Violated in ways that make you feel like no matter what, you're just not good enough. You know, when it's coming from important people and, and in, in important places, it's, it can uh, be a violation on your, your spirit, a violation on your self-image, your self-confidence. So, um, so these are the things that anger um, mass because who likes to really feel those things in the present eat in the con and when I when I say present I mean like consciously like right now we're fully aware we're talking about this issue nobody really likes to to feel those things nobody really likes to, to go through those things especially when we know we have to go throughout our daily life and deal with life amen but amen this is what um, going back to the, to those places within us that are under underdeveloped is all about. It is to be, come to a place of healing. Come to a place where we can love ourselves again. Come to a place where we can really truly look to God, who is the author and the finisher of our faith. Amen. But doing it in a way of a mindset where we're conscious because another thing about about this series by girl is that you revisit those places whether you want to or not 
Amen. So a lot of times when we get those flashbacks, we get those memories, we get those intrusive thoughts of things that happened to us that we tried to forget, we lash out in anger. We shut down. We withdraw. Amen. We be, we become agitated and, and irritable. Amen. So look at you. You go back to those places anyway because you can push. It's like a jack in the box. You can push it down, push it down, push it down. It's going to pop up. Amen. And that's how these places of unresolved healing are. They are going to pop up. But the thing that I have found to be most disturbing is a lot of times it's at the wrong time and with the wrong people. And that's the thing that we want to prevent from happening is these things happening at the wrong time so how about we just take the proactive approach and deal with it and also we don't have to we're not dealing with it alone amen god is our keeper he's our healer he is our deliverer he is our mind regulator he is right there he wants to help us to deal with these things and and come through these places amen and it's a whole process of coming through such places and a lot of times we don't want to endure the process amen but i'd rather endure the process of coming through where i need my inner man healed i'd rather do it under the presence and, uh, and the unction of the anointing of god than to do it where i'm making mistakes where i'm i'm being promiscuous where i'm leaning on alcohol or or whatever it is that the vices that we lean on to help get us through times of emotional distress i'd rather do it under the terms amen where i'm where i'm being led by god i'm seeking god to do it than to do it outside of his will because what happens is we end up in a much worse state we we're we're trying to to get over a mistake or whether the wrong was done to us or whether we done it to somebody else we're trying to get over it by making other more mistakes amen so it's always better amen to seek the lord for these things god and, and then sometimes We've been through things that are so deep, or maybe we were so young as a child, or maybe when we were a child, something so severe happened to us, what the brain does is that it'll block the memory of that thing as a way to protect us, amen, as a way to allow us not to snap and to go crazy. So a lot of times we become adults knowing something has happened, but we can't fully remember or identify what happened, but yet and still we, we, we are uh, presenting all of the symptoms of what happened. That's another that's another um, aspect of trauma that we need God. Amen. Hallelujah. To reveal those things to us so that we can we can um, seek him for healing in those places. The enemy would love for us to um, not be fully aware of the things in us that we haven't truly gotten over he would love for us not to be aware of the things that are within us that um that we struggle with but we just we we refuse to admit it to ourselves anyone and especially not to god because he knows that it keeps us in a certain place where he's able to easily attack us in moments of despair moments of sadness moments of self-loathing self-loathing is when we um sometimes we hate ourselves Sometimes we hate ourselves, even um, fire baptized, Holy Ghost filled, speaking in tongue people, we hate ourselves sometimes. 
Amen. We hold ourselves so accountable for mistakes. We hold ourselves so accountable for things that we feel like we allow to happen. And it causes thoughts of um, self-loathing. And, and also it, it causes these thoughts, amen, to just kind of like invade our mind and take over our mind. Amen. Where we, where we it, it feels like we can't love ourselves. It feels like we can't value ourselves. It feels like we can't um, see ourselves as the woman or the person that God has called us to be. The enemy would love to st us to stay in, in such a place. Amen. But God is calling us out. Amen. It's so many things that's happening, not just in the world, even in the even in the body of Christ. It but and it's, it comes from broken places, unhealed places. You see so many people in leadership, whether it's in the church or outside of the church. Amen. That's leading and teaching and preaching out of their places of deficiencies. You know, they never was paid attention to um, as a child. They were overlooked often amen so now let me let me get my build my own platform you see a lot of that these days hallelujah but god amen amen wants to heal those places god wants to give us knowledge and wisdom on how to overcome so that we can be our true authentic self these things keep us from being the person that god has called us to be even if we are a person that we know our purpose we know our call and we know amen our assignment in life this keeps us from being amen the person that god has called us to be amen when we when we uh choose not to deal with these places uh, 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 there are many um there are many um uh, repercussions amen of of not dealing with these places many many things that we do and we say and we don't even realize that it comes it, it is because of not dealing with these places. And as we said, um, um, by girl is um, dealing with that, that little girl in us, that one that's, that's uh, wounded. She's broken. Uh, she's not whole. Um, she's shattered even. She's confused. She, she's so hurt that, um, you know, she's even battered. Um, and I and I have, you know, here I said one of the uh, one of the things that I realized is that one of the most common areas of our life when our little girl or little boy shows up is, like I said earlier, in our relationships. Um, she lashes out. She presents as needy. She can be controlling. She can be she can um, be bitter. Angry and even rebellious. Yes, sometimes that rebellious spirit. I never had control um, over myself. I never had the the um, ability or the right afforded to me to make my own decisions. So now I'm not listening to nothing nobody got to say. I'm grown. That statement. I'm grown. I'm, and, and even I know who I am. Like I said, because even some of us who know our purpose know our calling. I know my calling. I don't got to listen to nobody but God. Remember that? Amen. When the Bible says that all authority is ordained of God. Amen. So all of us have to submit and listen to somebody. But the thing about it is if we become healthy from the inside out, we're able to discern and use wise judgment in who to listen to. Because even times of operating in the rebellious spirit 
it's, it's like everybody listens or submits to somebody, whether they want to or not, and whether they know it or not. Sometimes people operate in that rebellious spirit where they feel like and, and think, um, I believe foolishly, that they don't um, answer to anyone or they don't listen to anyone. That's not true. But you know what happens with that mindset? A lot of times we choose to listen to the wrong person rather than the people that is going to help us get to that place in God where God is trying to, where God is calling us to be. And even that place in life where we deserve to be. Amen. When we when we uh, see ourselves as having uh, certain um, successes and, and um, conquering certain things in life, many times God has ordained for us to have it. Amen. The, what the word say, if we walk uprightly in him is no good thing he will withhold from us. As long as it's in the will of God, God ordains for us to have it. He appointed for us to have it. A lot of us, he has made promises to the things that he wants to give us and the things that he wants us to have. Amen. But a lot of, but if we're not in a healthy place, we cannot receive the strategy on how to obtain those things. That's why the word talks about um, um, how we are ever learning, or we can say forever learning. You know, all we get in all this knowledge, we got all this education, all this background, but yet and still, it still seemed like the thing God promised us is in our sight, but out of reach. It's because, amen, being all it is, you know, when when you're not whole on the inside, when you're not healed on the inside, it creates junk in us. It creates junk. Amen. And the Bible also talks about is not that which goeth, which um, which goeth out of a man. I'm sorry, which cometh into the man that defiles him, but this which go with goes out of us. I'm a King James girl, so I about to go. I about to say goeth out. <laughs> I love the King James Version. Amen. That devi that defile that defilement is is the junk. It's from the junk that's already in us. Where do that junk come from? Unprocessed pain. Um, things that was done to us, things that we done. Amen. Where there was never no repentance, no no forgiveness, no resolution. Amen. No closure. No closure. What about things we've been through in life where it's, we we feel like we cannot or could not get closure? What if the person died? Amen. Or what if they're just so in in um accessible that we can never we can't have contact to get closure or whatever the case may be? What if they just refuse to have that conversation? That creates a place of of the lack of closure. Amen. And so these things uh, create. All of these are all of the um, components of that junk within us and that junk within us. It comes out. It comes out. So that is why it's so important that we visit these places. And as I said earlier, these places are stuck points. They create stuck points within us. You know, in some areas, we are um, mentally and chronologically the same age. But in other areas, we're mentally, we're chronologically one age and mentally another age. Amen. God is calling us, amen, to grow up in the spirit. He's calling us to grow up emotionally, grow up mentally, grow up psychologically. Amen. And embrace, amen, the person that he has called us to be. But we can't just embrace her because we want to embrace her. We have to embrace her amen by being healed by being whole because moving from girl amen on the inside 
whether it's in our in our heart, in our spirit, in our mind, moving from girl to woman. Amen. You hear the term, it reminds me of the term boys to men. Okay. But for us, it's from girls to being a woman, moving from, from there, that take, taking that journey, that, that travel, it requires some work to be done. It requires some tools to be picked up along the way. It requires, amen, some skills to be developed and even sharpened within us so that when, you know, because we can always arrive at a destination for sure, for sure. But will we have what it takes to stay there? We can, so how can we ever fully be the woman God has called us to be? Amen. If we look the part, amen, we even know how to talk the part, amen, as that as that woman, amen. But can we, do we have the, the what it takes to, to stay there? When conflict comes, how will we respond? When disappointment comes, how will we respond? And that's the, those are the times where that, where the girl in us shows up at. A lot of you ever, um, you ever, uh, before, Meant to respond one way, but you responded a totally different uh, another way. And you even had to go back in, in your private moment and say, wow, I did that. I said that. That was that girl and you responding. That was that broken place, that, that, that unhealed place that gave that response. Amen. And so this is why God is trying to move us from, from there to from, from, from where we are now to where he wants us to be. Amen. So we just want to, we know that the, um, we're getting to our time. We just want to talk about, well, first we want to see if we can see our, hey, cousin Stacy. Let's see if we can see our speaker. Miss Miriam, if you see us and we know she do, she's texting us. We still don't see you, my love. Amen. Amen. Okay. All right. So we want to um, wrap uh, wrap up by talking a, a little bit about um, stuck points. Um, it says, I, I mean, I um wanted to say that we talked about earlier how stuck points can cause us to be angry, um, frustrated, also creates low self-esteem or reinforces low self-esteem because low self-esteem comes from a lot of places. Um, that self-hatred, which is that self-loathing, lack of confidence. Um, what about feelings of powerlessness? It's nothing like feeling powerless. That is the one feeling I believe that we all can identify with when we really feel stuck, when you feel like, you know, there's nothing I can do. I don't have options. I don't have a choice. Even though it's in reality, that's never uh, true. Never, 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 never true. But it is a feeling that we experience. And while we're in that feeling, it doesn't feel like it's just a feeling. It really feels like it's the reality. And sometimes there's things going on in our environment, in our atmosphere, our reality that make it uh, really uh, seem like it's true, that we truly are powerless. But it's, it's not true. We know that the word says, I can do all things through Christ, which strengthens me. What's impossible with man is possible with God. I'm more than a conqueror through Christ who loves me. Hallelujah. So these are the things that the word of God tells us, amen, that we can use to fight against that feeling of um of feeling powerless so so as we um revisit 
um, the girl within us. That's the first step. We have four steps that the Lord has given us, and we have four um, weeks of this series. As we revisit, amen, that girl within us, even if it's, it's not today, even if it's not during um, your time of watching um, this broadcast, amen, or listening to this broadcast, and let it be in prayer. Let it be um, also some, some of us go to therapy. Let it be, you know, in, in therapy as well. But don't don't forget prayer. Prayer is first and, and, and foremost. We use prayer for everything, whether we're in therapy or whether we're not in therapy. We use and need prayer because that is going to be the ultimate chain breaker, the ultimate source of our delivery, of our deliverance. Amen. Amen. So as we um, um, think on how we're going to go about our process, first thing is to acknowledge it, commit to it. It's a commitment. It's a commitment. Amen. It has to be a commitment that we're dedicated to um, um, when because it will get hard. It will seem sometimes impossible. It will seem um, too hard at times, too difficult. But that commitment is what's going to help us to stay the course. Amen. And think about the end result. All of us have in our mind the ideal woman or the ideal man. That that's what should keep us striving, even when it gets hard, even when it seems like it can't be done, saying, you know what, if I stay in it, I'm going to reach this place. That ideal person is 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 where God wants us to be. Amen. Amen. So the girl within has to be revisited, forgiven, healed and set free. If we ever want to fully embrace our purpose and live the life that we deserve and were created to live. Amen. I don't know about you, but I don't want the crumbs of life. I don't want, amen, the, the crumbs of anything. I want everything that God has for me. I don't want a portion. I don't want a piece. I want the whole thing. And I want overflow because that's what God says. He will do exceedingly abundantly above all that I may ask or think. Overflow. Amen. So, the girl within, um, we talked about earlier how she is um, the underdeveloped part of who we are. She is the underdeveloped part of who we are um, that causes us to live beneath our privilege as women. She embodies everything that is not beneficial to us as women of God. She embodies everything that any woman of God um, is not designed to be. Amen. I want to finish up with, um, well, I want to first ask, are there any questions or has anyone had any questions? Amen. I don't see anything in the chat. So I wanted to finish up with um, an excerpt from uh, my personal journal. Um, how did this topic even developed or uh yeah he even developed in my mind of course it was through the holy ghost not something i could or would have thought of um it was through the holy ghost especially to share it in such a public way um but the goal and my heart's desire is that um in my being made whole i desire to help others to be whole because i know what it feels like to to have the thought and not only just the thought but the belief that this is all my life will ever be. 
this is all, this must be all I was designed for. Um, I remember times where I was perpetually abused and I just thought this was, this must be what I was created for because of the way things keep happening and I could change environment, change circumstances, still stuff, keep happening, keep happening. So uh, knowing what it's like to feel, uh, feel those things, you know, I know it's my life mission and purpose to help other people come out of it, not just women, but other people to come out of um, places of, or mentalities like that. So um, as I talked about earlier, having a prayer life, and having a designated time that we go to God and we seek him, amen, even if it's just giving him praise, giving him worship. Sometimes, you know, I go to prayer and I don't have nothing to pray about. You know, I say, Lord, you know, every, every, you know, for the most part, everything be okay. And I just can't think of anything to ask God for. That's what I mean. So I just spend that time giving him praise, giving him honor, worshiping him. Um, and even um, sometimes just being silent in his presence, because that's sometimes when God will speak to us. He'll show us things. But um, not um, giving up on that time just because I'm not going through a crisis, just because I don't have an immediate need. No, if I'm supposed to pray at 5 a.m., i got to be there at 5 a.m. And if I miss it, which I which I do do sometimes, amen, but I make sure I still get that time, get time in with the Lord on that day, amen. So um, a lot of times in prayer, I realize that that's the time where I reflect on things, um, reflect on what I could have done better, um, you know, what I should have done in certain things. And sometimes, too, God will bring something to my mind. You know, how, and how do you know is God bringing it to your mind? It's because you know you wasn't even thinking of it. And then the thing that he brings to your mind, it could be about a, a situation that you had with somebody. It could be another, it, it's usually another perspective or aspect of it that you wasn't even aware of. That's how you know it's God bringing it to your mind, bringing it to your attention. So as I have had those experiences with God, I'm also a person, I like to journal. I love to write. Amen. So I'm just going to share before we end um, an excerpt from my personal journal. Um, and this will also, as I said, all information discussed here will be in the ebook that will be available at the end of the month or the beginning, I should say the beginning of May, because it's going to take time to print it or to um, put it together. Amen. So an excerpt from Pastor Sheena's journal. I'm going to say this again. It says, the girl within is the underdeveloped part that causes me to live beneath my privilege as a woman. She embodies everything that is not beneficial to the woman I was created and meant to be. It's usually during episodes of anger when I can hear my inner girl screaming the loudest. It's times of sadness or deep hurt. I can feel her wailing in tears on the inside of me. During fits of rage, she lashes out with an impact of what has been done to hurt, disappoint, or upset her. And for all the times in the past when she felt powerless, in moments of loneliness and feeling invisible, she craves attention at almost any cost. Then there are other times when an unshakable sadness rests upon her, triggered by a host of internal, relational, and environmental elements. What causes me to remain developmentally stuck? Trauma, exclamation mark. 
um, being verbally, emotionally, mentally, physically abused, being sexually violated, being neglected, not provided for, not cared for, being abandoned and rejected, believing the names I was called, believing I was only entitled to abuse, hurt, pain, and shame because I had more of an opportunity to experience those things than I had to experience love. Also being uh, selected to be taken advantage of, to be misused rather than invested in, to further in, invested in to further my growth and development. Then on top of it all, I was conditioned to believe that it was all my fault, leaving me stained with low self-esteem, no confidence, a lack of self-love, and constantly feeling ashamed, guilty, dirty, and unworthy, end quote. That is an excerpt from my journal. I don't even know. I, I, I forgot to grab a date on that entry. I, I don't even know um, when that was written. Um, but I just, you know, a lot of times, like I said in prayer, I, um, I'll jot things down. But I remember at that time, I was... Um, I was dealing with um, confronting my own girl, even though I didn't term it at, as that at the time. I remember I, I preached a message um, some years ago about stuff points, and I and I and when you when you uh, teach people, when if you preach, whatever it is, it has to hit home for you. Um, you can't you can't give to others what you haven't experienced or what you don't know about. So I, I know around that time that I spoke that message, God was dealing with me about the things that was in me. Amen. And so that's what allowed those feelings and those brutal, honest thoughts to come to, um, to, to the surface where I was able to write about it. And I like writing about stuff like that. You know why? Because years later or months later, whenever your deliverance, whenever your healing come, you're able to go back to it and be like, wow, Lord, look what you've done. Look where, I, where you've brought me to now. Look at the transformation. You know, will we ever fully arrive at a place where we don't have any issues? We don't have any problems? No, no, no. Because if that was ever the case, we wouldn't need God. Amen. But we should always be striving. And those things that hinder us from moving are the things that we need to first um, deal with and ask God to help us be delivered over. Amen. Because it not only prevents all of the things we talked about, amen, but it keeps us, um, it immobilizes us. Amen. That's why um, it's so hard for some of us to have a prayer life. It's so hard for some of us to have a consistent relationship with God because we're not only stuck within, but we're like literally immobilized from wanting to, to do anything about any situation because we just feel like we can't or we feel like what's the use or we feel like we're not good enough or whatever the, the thing is. So these are the things I believe we have to deal with first. Amen. In order to grow in other areas of our inner man, as well as our lifestyle, ministry, our family, all of that. Us confronting the broken girl within us and not only uh, uh, creates wholeness for us, but we'll have better marriages, better companionships, better um, relationships at church, better relationships at work, better relationships with other members of our family, you know.
So this is the goal. This is what we're striving for. I would like to thank you for watching. I would like to thank everyone who, who um, got on, who tuned in today live. I really do thank you and appreciate you. And I also would like to thank everyone who watches or listens to this um, this broadcast, be it video and, and audio or just the audio. I really would like to thank you and I pray the blessings of the Lord upon you. I want to end with prayer as we wrap up. Oops, 11 o'clock. Give me 30 more seconds. Father God, in the name of Jesus, we thank you for all that has been said and done. We magnify your name. We lift your name on high. Lord God, we believe you by faith, God, for healing, for everyone who is watching and everyone who will watch or listen to this broadcast. Lord God, we know, God, that you are the bomb in Gilead, oh God. Lord God, we pray, God, that you will protect our mind, keep our heart, oh God, and everything, God, that's necessary as we go through the process of healing and deliverance, oh God. Have your way, O oh God. Lord God, we pray that you will rebuke the spirit of condemnation, O oh God. In the name of Jesus, your words, there is no condemnation to those of us who are in Christ Jesus. Lord God, we pray that you will bind every spirit that's not like you and just have your way. We love you today, God. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen and amen. God bless you all. And thank you, thank you, thank you. Enjoy your Saturday.